What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Quick one today. We're going to talk about how to know who you are, actually. And it's a very simple thing you have to do. If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or a husband or a wife, that person, that is you. That person is your self-evaluation of yourself. That person is and has everything that you value and disvalue. I used to be shocked by this, but not too much anymore about how people blame their spouses or their girlfriends or boyfriends for certain issues. What those people miss is that they chose that person to be with. And by choosing that person, you have to accept all the mess that comes with them and all the great things or neutral things that come with them. If your girlfriend has a severe vice, then by you choosing her, you admit that having that vice is okay for you. Most people don't choose their partners consciously. Honestly, we, for the most part, choose our mothers and our fathers. And that's the explanation for a lot of vicious and virtuous cycles that you see in family dynamics. For example, a child of a single mother, a girl, is more likely to be a single mother because she ends up choosing the same kind of guy that her dad chose. And the same goes for the dude. This also means that if you came from a wonderful household where everything which is great, you're likely to end up in a relationship where everything is great. If you just act unconsciously and allow yourself to drift into those situations, but that's for another time. The second thing that you can do to know who you are is to look at your friends. Start with your close friends. Open up your phone. Go to your text messages. The top three people you text the most or the top three people you spend the most time with those people are are a very accurate judgment of who you are. And the cool thing about your friends is that you can look at them more objectively than you would your partner. If you notice a certain flaw in your friends or some vices or whatever, that's more likely to be a, a correct judgment than how you're emotionally invested in your partner. If your friend have severe vices, if they're immoral, if they're unethical, if they're bad people, you are also probably a bad person. Rarely do we ever end up in relationships where the other person is the opposite of us. They're usually just like us or just a little bit different. Another thing that you can do to figure out who you are is to look at what you look at on TV, on YouTube, on your streaming services, on social media. Are the people you follow vain? Are they bad people? Are they unethical people? Are they addicted to status and fame? Do they talk about drama? Are they involved in drama? Do they pick fights? Do they instigate fights? Do they have any substance to them at all? If that's the case, then I hate to break it to you, (laughs) but you likely possess some of those same qualities. TV and entertainment is a little bit different because they're actors, of course, and there is a lot of subliminal messaging in the media that we watch. And depending upon your level of awareness of those tactics of manipulation, they may change your values in a way that make you a less desirable person overall. Which is why I'm very, very careful with what I consume in terms of media and conversations I have with people and people in general. And I know that if I want to change, I need to change the type of people I hang around with, the type of media I consume, the type of books I read the podcast that I listen to, 
the conversations that I have in my head, depending on how fast you can change your friends and what you listen to and what you consume and what you think will determine how fast you can find a higher quality group of people to be your friends, be your business partners or whatever, or your partner. And it's not only that you have to change all those things, they need to become natural. Once something is natural, you just end up acting acting it out. This requires taking a very hard and honest look at yourself. And from what I've seen, it seems like most people would never, ever, ever do that. And that explains why they've been in that same position, the same person, for their whole lives. I cannot imagine going back to who I was just a couple years ago. Because if you're not making progress, you're not standing still, you're actually moving backwards. Because by not changing and growing, you lost the time, of course, and you lost all the benefits that come with growing to the next level, whatever that is for you. And on top of that, you make it harder for you to change in the future because you're more hardwired in your ways. And you should think of it as an addiction. I know that may seem like a stretch, but that's the closest thing I can think of to compare it to. I'm not a smoker. I never smoked, never had a desire to smoke. I'm talking cigarettes or weed or anything. I don't I don't inhale anything that's not air. But alright, example. Let's say I pick up a cigarette today. Before yes yesterday, my chances of being an addict to smoking were zero. Today I increase my chance maybe ten percent. And then I smoke again and again. And then I move up to two a day. And then I move up to three a day. The point is, every time I repeat the behavior The um, harder I lock it in, the harder it is for me to break the cycle and to change that behavior. So if I were to stay the same as I am right now, the longer I stay as I am, the harder it will be for me to change my ways to get to the next level. I do believe that we can become addicted to emotional states, and emotional states lead to certain behaviors. For example... Once upon a time in my life, when I was a a boy, I was very addicted to anger, man. Angry all the time. Every conversation in my head led to anger. Having those angry thoughts made people react to me in a way that made me even more angry. And then I acted out my anger in certain ways. Once upon a time, I was addicted to isolation. I thought of isolation thoughts. I did isolation things. And people acted toward me in a way that would guarantee my isolation. These days, I'm trying to addict myself to 10x growth and positive thinking and non-contradictory thinking and high energy and a lot of other positive things. And I can say for a fact that since I've been on that journey, that my life has been better in every way possible. You can only change who you are once you know who you are. And I explained earlier the ways to do that. But once you do that, if you can do that, you have the possibility to drastically change the trajectory of your whole life. Because you get to choose who you want to be. One day I had a mental conversation with myself. And in that conversation I realized that I was an angry mofo. And that if I wanted something different for myself, I would have to change. One day I was an isolated mofo. And I had an honest conversation with myself. And that allowed me to change again. Is there a conversation that you need to be having with yourself? Have you actually looked in the mirror? Do you know who you really are? 
I'm asking, but I'm, I'm not doing this from any high position. I'm always doing this myself. I wish you luck. I swear if you do it, you can change your life for the better. That's all I got for now, and peace out.